Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing engineer from Vortis Sound Studios, and I am joined by... Hello, my name is Joe Sage and I'm a producer and mix engineer. How are you doing, Phil? I'm I'm very well. I'm, yeah, carrying on. Um, life indoors is becoming normal. Um, I don't know. It's, it's horribly raining here today, so it kind of helps on days like those and you're like, oh, well, I don't really want to go outside. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that it's absolutely raining cats and dogs here as well. Um, which, I mean, is no surprise to the north of England anyway. No, it's kind it's of not. just service as normal. But um, yeah, it feels weird that it's kind of almost becoming, I dare say, normal. But um, yeah, this isn't a meteorology podcast, so we'll move on. Is it not? Oh. Yeah, especially for people who live... who. <laughs> Especially for people who listen to this in America and they go, oh, all British people do is talk about the weather. We're really not helping uh, helping the cause here. I'm happy for that stereotype. So what are we going to talk about today, mate? Well, today we are doing part two of our um, lockdown music releasing mini-series. I don't really know what to call it. It's a socially distant single challenge. Oh yeah, of course it is. I, I worked so hard on that name. He, he did. Such a clickbaity title. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we're doing part two, which is um, kind of releasing and promoting your music when in lockdown. So you've recorded some music, you've got it sounding good, you've got it mixed, and you're ready to go. Um, what do you do then? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to kick this off by saying you need to set a goal, whether that be we're going to get a thousand streams, 50 people buy the single, uh, we're going to increase our Instagram or social media by this amount. Hmm. It's really difficult to set a strategy if you don't have a clear vision for what you want at the end of it. All the advice we're going to give are just tools for achieving that goal at the end. It's Mm. like if you were to try and use a map, there's no point in using one if you don't know the end end location. So Mm. you need to kind of get that in mind before you start. And ideally, those goals that you set should be something... Uh, bigger than the previous release whatever whatever that means uh, whatever you're looking for uh, as long as your your release is bigger than your previous one in some way then I think you can chalk that up as a success yeah I also think it's important to note that if it's your first single it's quite difficult to uh, figure out a goal so I would typically say if it's your first single if you can get a thousand streams on Spotify I think that's great going hmm um, and very easily doable if you kind of follow these steps. Boom. Boom. Similar to the whole goals thing, I've got down uh, picking a call to action, which is something we've referred to a lot before. So when you're thinking of goals and just using the example of streams, I'd be even more specific about that. So instead of going, oh, I want a thousand streams, I would say I want a thousand streams on Spotify. Mm just because it then means all your strategy and planning can be Spotify orientated. Or if you want to go Apple Music orientated, then you could do that way. A lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about, well, personally, I'm going to be talking about is all Spotify related, mm. just because I think it's an easier system to uh, to get streams on. And it's a platform a lot more people are familiar with. But yeah, picking something uh, more specific for your goal through a CTA uh, will become really useful down the line. Mm. So you've got to work out, yeah, what what platform do you want to push out to people? And again, I think Spotify is a great one because I think, I don't know the stats. I think a lot of people use it. I'm going to say possibly more people than Apple Music. 
Um, I think it's more accessible than Apple Music. Yeah. Controversial. I would also say as well, there's much more tools for stuff like uh, getting playlists mm. and pre-saving. It's definitely a format that people are more comfortable with than Apple Music, not to mention anyone can use Spotify, even if it's the free version, whereas Apple Music is always behind the paywall. Mm. So there's that element as well. Um, another thing I think that Spotify do really well is they present their analytics a hell of a lot better than Apple Music, which is something that uh, is important and is much more gratifying. Like if you go on your profile and you go, oh, I've got this many streams and everyone gets to see that, it just kind of gives you a little bit of a confidence boost going forward. It'll help you to quantify those numbers that you're looking for. Um, I think also when we say focus on, say, Spotify, um, when it comes to your call to action, we're not saying don't put your music on any other systems. Ideally, when you choose a, a distributor or whatever it is, um, you should try and get your music on damn near everything. Um, but you want to focus when you're when you're advertising your music in whatever way um, on one platform. Yeah, it's about eliminating choice mm. for people who you're trying to get um, to listen to your music. There's often an issue where if you present someone with two options, they'll do neither. And it kind of expands exponentially. If you offer them four options on four different streaming platforms, they won't do any. So if you just say, you know, do this one simple thing, do this thing I want you to do, they're much more likely to do it. Um, but similar to as Phil said, it doesn't hurt to kind of make sure you've got it on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, TikTok is now a big thing. Is it so, for music? Yeah, oh. it's kind of a big thing. You're forgetting we're old. We are old. <laughs> so, yeah, it's what the youth of today consume music on. Um, and that leads us quite nicely into distributors. So, for me, the important things are, as we said before, kind of making sure you're on loads of different platforms and also allows you to create a pre-save link. Mm. That, for me, is probably the most important thing because that's what I'm going to be driving all my people to. I think we mentioned this last week that we've sometimes been a bit blue-sky thinking and a bit vague in some areas. I've gone from the perspective of this was my song that's ready to go. This is how I do it. So my call to action would be Spotify. And that, you know, later down the line means pre-saves, all that kind of thing. But at the moment, we're just looking at distribution. So I want something that's going to allow me to post a few weeks in advance so uh, I can kind of work on stuff like pre-saves and building my followers up. And also uh, for Spotify editorial in the UK, um, my two favorites of the artists that I work with tend to be Ditto and DistroKid. Mm. There are loads of variants. It's just a case of looking at what works for you. So I think one might be financially better if you're releasing loads of music over time. One might be financially better if you're releasing just one or two tracks a year. I can't tell you which is going to be better for your cir certain circumstance. It's just going to be a case of research. Um, so yeah, those would be the things I'd look at in a distributor. I would say 90 nine percent of the time when looking at distributors choose a big name rather than a company you've never heard of um mm -hmm. because they will have the track record and the experience to know 
how to help an artist release music in terms of specifics you're going to have to do some research um on costs and on um what they offer you and things like that and there are many many articles comparing different um distributors and what you're going to get and it's just a case of do a bit of legwork and have a look um i would say as joe suggested have a look way ahead of time don't wait to finish the song and go right which distributor we're going to use do your research um well ahead of your planned release yeah so there's a few advantages of um finding a distributor that allows you to upload a few weeks before it's available on streaming platforms um one of which is if it's your first release there's a few things you can do so when you go through ditto or DistroKid, you'll get a thing called a uri link and that allows you to go to spotify go to a thing called spotify for artists claim a profile so what you're basically setting up is when your music goes live at midnight on the day that you release it you will already have a uh, Spotify page ready to go with all your details, all your links to social media and everything else. If it's your first release, quite a lot of bands can kind of panic that they just go, oh, our song's out there and we don't <laughs> have a page. It's hard. It's difficult to search mm. for. Um, it, can be a bit of a, it can be a bit of a nightmare. So having these things set up will, uh, yeah, save you a sleepless night. Yes. So it's, it's about... Um, properly getting yourself indexed on the software on Spotify, so that lovely when, use of phrase. Thank you. So when someone hears about you, say on Facebook or on a Facebook group, maybe we'll come to that in a bit. Um, they can, if they want to, manually type in to Spotify the name of the song and the band, and they should be able to find you if you've set up your account properly. Yeah. So a few things to do once you've kind of set up your, or what they say is claimed your Spotify, mm. uh, Spotify for artists profile is you put pictures in. So three high-res pictures of you or your bandmates or whatever, um, a good bio and your social media links. And I say this as, you know, these are if you're a new artist to Spotify, these are the things you should do. There are a worrying amount of bands that <laughs> don't have this and they've been going for some time. So it's a good time to kind of do an audit. After that, I would say my next move would be submitting for Spotify editorial. Mm-hmm. So this is even before I've made it public knowledge that I'm going to release anything. So typically what I'd say is you have to release on a Friday. There is absolutely zero benefit to releasing on any other day. All playlists get updated on Fridays, especially the big ones. There is no advantage in releasing on, on any other day. I'd do it three Fridays before, and if anyone isn't aware of how you do that, Again, you need to have claimed your Spotify for artists. If you've done it all correctly, you'll have a section called Upcoming. Click on that, and then there's, it's just a simple walkthrough on how to uh, submit your stuff for Spotify for artists. The best tips I can give you is just be truthful and honest. Mm. Because if you say the song is something that it's not, and it gets to someone who is curating it, and it's fallen into the wrong person's hands, be, you know wrong genre wrong mood or whatever or the bio is a bit weird talking about the song they'll they'll just yeah scrap you and Mm. you've you've lost your chances of getting on a playlist and i think when it comes to especially the potentially thorny subject of genre um just be quite straightforward with what kind of band you are now you could go oh you know we're a i don't know a a math rock band with jazz influences or something like that just pick something 
um, as long as it accurately re reflects your kind of music and you could think, oh, well, we're kind of like this band and this band and they are this genre, then you, you're onto a winner and you're going to find your way to the right person. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, I'm not sure if we've got this on the podcast already. Is there a three levels to um, submitting your stuff for Spotify editorial? So one is that uh, automatic dialogue. So it basically wants to make sure you've put it in the language that you've said it is. So, you know, if you're singing in Spanish, you'll get put into Spanish-created playlists, etc. Um, next one is tempo. So with quite a lot of stuff, especially kind of like your electronic stuff, if it's going to be put in certain things like workout or mm. like chilled out, it wants to make sure it's kind of got the right tempo for that. Um, if you're, you know, mega hardcore EDM, it's not going to be sent to someone who's doing a meditation playlist. Really? It's just... Oh. Stop being contrite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been told off. You have. <laughs> and then the third one is that someone will actually physically listen to it and curate it if they like mm. it. Um, but the important things is that if you muck up the first two steps, you're not going to get to the third one. Yes. So you need to make sure that what you write equates to the two automated things that Spotify is going to check. So it might be funny to say you release a song in German, but you're only hurting yourself. Yes. Is the long and short of it. Mm -hmm. So once you have your Spotify for Artists account ready and your songs are sort of up there and ready to go, you need to make people aware <laughs> that you are about to release music. And it doesn't matter if it's your first release or your 50th, you still need to do the old social media game, especially right now, because the last thing you can do is do a gig where you can promote your music. Mm. So... It's kind of all about the social media at the moment. So getting that right is really, really important. Um, and there's so many, so many ways to go about it. But what I've written down is you could do a small kind of teasing clip of your song um, to kind of get show people a little bit what it's like. I'd say that's especially true if it's your first release and no one knows what you're like at all. Um, but don't make it... There's two types of teasing clip. Um, there's the one which is, so for the bands I listen to, where it's just, here's a kind of big old power chord and then the song just is about to start and then it ends. And you're like, oh, well, that's a waste of time. And then there's the kind of clip where it shows an actual bit of the song and you can go, well, I've got a feel for what this is like. I want to hear more. Um, <laughs> it's very the... specific for the metal genre, isn't it? It is. It is. Have you seen those? They, they must, you must have. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. It's just the thing that's very metal. It is. The, um, the indie version is slowed down with massive amounts of reverb. <laughs> it's just annoying. It's yeah, just annoying. Like listening to it from outside a club. That is kind of the, I'd say, the indie version. I'd, I'd, I'd steer away from that, especially on social media, because people have limited attention spans. And if you're going to show them an actual bit of the song, then they're going to stick around a bit more basically yeah. and and um the call to action that you want people to do at this point before the song is released is to go and pre-save it on spotify that's the one yeah pre-saves is massive and again talking about like this call to action um one of the things that massively helps you with spotify is the amount of followers that you've got and pre-saving will automatically make sure that person is following you as well mm. it just it just helps. You've got to think of social media as uh, as a social media. If you were going on... Did I say you've got to think of social media as a social media? You did. God. I didn't know what you meant. If Quarantine brain. I'm keeping that in the edit. Um, you've got to think of Spotify as a social media. So 
in terms of like Instagram, if you were to go on your discover page, it will tend to be the trending topics. It will tend to be people from, uh, it will tend to be posts from accounts that are getting a lot of attention or might have a high amount of followers. Spotify works the same. If you're going to get suggested to other people, if it's got a trade off, it will go with someone who's got more pre-saves or more followers. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's similar to like Phil was saying in terms of playing the social media game, you've just still got to apply that to Spotify as well. Um, in terms of, you know, boring admin alert, there is a lot of worth in just scheduling and planning what posts you're going to do. There's nothing worse than, say, if you're you're going to do like a 10-day countdown to your release, and then you get to day four and you go, oh, crap, I don't know what I'm going to say today. Mm. Like, And you go, oh, I've got to do it by 1 p.m. It's half 12 now you'll just end up rushing it and it'll just, yeah, it won't be worth doing it. So I would say in this time where say you've got, you know, 21 days before the release, when you put it up on Spotify and you've submitted for uh, Spotify for artists, you've then got 11 day window to think of 10 days worth of content. And you can even schedule it, especially on things like Facebook where you can kind of, um, you, you can schedule posts and you then don't have to think about it. It'll just do it automatically. Mm. So on Facebook, um, it rewards pages uh, for being consistent. So posting at a similar time of day and posting regularly. And if you make sure your countdown appears, your countdown um, posts appear at the same time on each day, that is also going to help uh, because the the algorithm will get used to what you're doing and will reward you and you'll get shown to more people because unfortunately Facebook is a bit of a competition uh, for attention and for what get shown to who so that is also worth uh, bearing in mind i've kind of got loads of ideas i think it'd be cool to like for us to brainstorm some ideas now um like i mentioned before teasers of the single so that could be you know verses a chorus like if you're in say a heavier genre maybe a solo if like virtuosic guitar playing is a Mm -hmm. big part of it um another one that i think is quite cool is having a story so far Ooh, that's a good idea. So you could just do a post about um, how you met, how the song went. You could even just talk about, say, your first rehearsal, how you got to know each other. Mm. I think those are all really valid, interesting posts. And again, the call to action from all of these is, you know, go to this link, whether that be Facebook, you can do it directly, or from Instagram, it's go to the link in bio and pre-save or follow our uh, Spotify page. So another kind of post that I see a lot um, from bands in my genre anyway, and this this can work with literally any genre, is another kind of video you could do is talking about what the song is about. So you just have, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can just, it can be like a talking heads type thing, um, which you can easily do at home very quickly. Um, and you can talk about what the song is, what it means, and maybe where a riff came from or think, things like that. You can talk about kind of the genesis of the song. And depending on what mix engineer you're working with, they may have given you an instrumental version of the song that has been mixed. And if you have one of those, or if you've worked on it yourself and you have those kind of tracks, it's the kind of thing you could put in the background um, just whilst you're talking. And it will just, again, it should build up excitement for the release. Yeah. One overarching thing that I feel would be quite cool to mention is converting the macro into micro. So with things like a story so far, 
and anything really that's say over a minute if you've got say like a story so far that's like five or six minutes long or talking about the song or the process you can break those down into loads of posts mm. so you could say have you know a 30 second clip of the bass player talking about the song on instagram at 11 a.m and then at 3 p.m you could have the drummer talking about like how they wrote their part for this that and the other it's still one bit of content that say you could put up on YouTube or on Instagram TV, but mm. you could break it down onto Facebook as the smaller posts. It, yeah, it helps. The, I don't want to say pad out, but having that consistent output is yeah. more important than say like, oh, here's our one big 50 minute documentary <laughs> about our song that we will post once. Of course, the other thing you could do is you could do something of a sort of behind the scenes, especially if you have recorded it yourself at home, um, because you have all the time. And especially if you're on your own, there's not many people around. There's no kind of producer to annoy with lots of photos and videos. Um, so if there's maybe a bit of a compromise that you had to do, a different way of recording, like we talked about in the previous week, um, then you could document that. And that could become almost like a feature instead of a drawback of the song that you're about to release. Mm hmm. Uh, other things is you could do an acoustic version mm. and I would even stretch that further to you could upload that to Spotify a few days or maybe like two weeks after the initial single release just because again similar to like other social media thing it will give a boost to your actual single release you might not get the same numbers but it will basically get the Spotify algorithm to go oh look this person who has you know had quite a big following over the last few weeks is now posting again. I'll start mm. throwing it into people's discover. Yeah. I think that's a really great idea. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear sort of an acoustic cover of an extreme metal song. That would be, <laughs> Why not? it'd be unique. It'd be very unique. You could even do like an instrumental version. If you just want to put like the instrumental version mm. up. I mean, like this is just me thinking off the top of my head. You could do like an instrumental version and get like another vocalist to do like a vocal cover of it. Like, and this is obviously all past the release, but is all great idea for like generating content. Um, other ideas is kind of doing cover songs. Mm. And I mean, like say on Instagram, you could do like a minute of something similar related or any cover song, you know, you could take if you, you could take like a pop song and do like a metal cover of it or whatever. But again, the whole point of it is you go, here's our cover song, go pre-save our single that, that's, uh, that's in the link. It's similar to, I'm sure everyone will be aware that if someone has a viral tweet, the common joke underneath is like, and here's a link to my SoundCloud, even if they don't have one. <laughs> it's a similar thing. If you do a cover and it goes really well, you can kind of then just go, oh, and here's the link to our single because you will draw in a lot of a new audience to your uh to your music and you're you're away in that regard other ideas lyric videos performance videos full-on music videos obviously it's a bit difficult during these circumstances but film it around your house get creative um and a massive one that feels obvious because of what we're doing right now is podcasts so reaching out to other podcasts asking for like a feature or an interview or record your own podcast. If you've recorded your own single, recording a podcast isn't that difficult. Hmm. So talk to other people, your band members, other band members, interview other band members, interview other bands, talk to your producer or, well, not necessarily your producer in this case, but talk to your mix engineer. Um, if you took the advice we just had last week of, you know, getting it professionally mixed, 
there's so much stuff to talk about and somebody will listen. And again, it's that big thing of macro to micro. Record a half an hour podcast and then you can have loads of one minute clips that you can post on Instagram or Facebook to just again say, you know, we're here. We're doing all this content. Go pre-save our single on Spotify. Um, if you want to be featured on our podcast, then you can just message us, um, contact us, and all. There's all sorts of ways you can contact us on our Facebook page and email, and we will happily listen to your music and feature it as and when appropriate. Just thought I'd put that cheeky plug in there for ourselves. Other things I'd kind of move on to is I just start the long game of personally messaging people to pre-save mm. and follow you on Spotify whether that be relatives through like WhatsApp or DMing people that follow you on Instagram and just make it a personal thing instead of, how hey, you've never heard from me, please uh, follow me on on, uh, on Spotify. And that's not going to work. But if you go, mm. hey, Phil, I really liked the picture you posted with the, the cows in the field. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Please pre-save our single. It would really mean a lot to us because we're trying to hit a thousand streams in the first two weeks. That will have a lot better of a success rate than just, you know, sending someone the equivalent of spam mail. Absolutely. And if they are a friend or a family member even, then the personal touch of this is our goal will help because they'll go, oh, well, you're a friend or you're a family member. I want to help you. So I will. And if there's several band members, say there's four people in the band, if you all do that, that can multiply really dramatically. And that's going just, just, to just gonna help you, really. Mm. Uh, and I'd say the same goes for like press and reaching out to podcasts. Mm. Is We will listen a damn side more to people who say, um, hey, we really like the podcast. Uh, we really enjoyed this or that topic. Um, we'd love to be featured. Here's our song. If there's anything we can do to help, let us know. Than someone who just goes, Here's our song, please feature us. Yes. It's a very, very different conversation. Yes, it is. It's much more um, reciprocal, I guess. Um, so another place that you can look uh, for uh, people to find your music is on Facebook groups. Facebook groups are massive. They are everywhere. Well, they're on Facebook, but they're about everything. Um, and there will be one for your genre and there will be one for your local area, for your local music scene. Um, so... I would say not pre-saving links. I would say as your song is released, that's when you put it on a Facebook group because the pages that I see, you only tend to see released music on there rather than pre-saves because people are generally there to find music that they can listen to there and then rather than something they might be listening to listen to in two weeks. Um, and that that is just worth, I think, bearing in mind that that's the way a lot of Facebook groups work. Um and also, if you are looking for places where your song could get reviewed, um, reviews are a big thing online. And there's lots of pages for all sorts of genres that are respected. And the best place to find some of those, again, are Facebook groups, because people will maybe link to their own review or to other people's reviews. And you'll be able to work out what pages and what places people respect who like your music. Yeah. Submit Hub is a great place to check out as well. Hmm. don't know if that's worldwide. I'm not sure if that's just UK only. But places like that um, are really good places to start. And again, just, just the personal touch. If you know someone who knows someone who's got a really good Spotify playlist, just reach out to them. Be bold. There was a conversation I had with a band last week, and they were saying, oh, we want to feature on these 
radio shows, like kind of local radio. And I said, right, okay, how have you gone about it? And they went, what do you mean? I said, well, have you tried asking them? And they said, well, no, we didn't know it worked like that. I said, well, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the worst that could happen? They say, no. <laughs> or you could get on it. It's, yeah, so I, I wouldn't be afraid to almost just try the direct approach. Mm. Still be polite, but direct approach um, is definitely worthwhile. Another thing worth noting, in the UK, uh, there's a thing called BBC Introducing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every band in the UK is very, very aware of, so we don't really need to go into it too much. <laughs> That's fantastic, because it gives you the opportunity not only for local airplay, but for national radio play as well on arguably one of the most well, the set of most famous stations in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's completely for free and takes you all of about two minutes. So it's a bit of a no-brainer. Do it. <laughs> in other words, um, I think it's probably worth saying that if you are in a band and you are not willing to reach out to people and ask them for things, as long as you're polite, such as you have a nice radio station, can I appear on it? I mean, say it better than that, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> If you're in a band and you're not prepared to do things like that, then you're probably not going to get as far as you want to. You're going to have to put yourself out there um, and you're going to have to do things that you might not find comfortable doing or asking for things like that. But just do it and see what people say. Because as Joe says, the worst thing they can say is no, and you've not lost anything for it. Um, I also, as well, these are mostly free things to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are time-consuming, I think is the best way to put it. I definitely think they're good foundations and no matter what you should be doing the majority of these anyway. But I kind of want to take this into another episode and next week, if we had a marketing budget, what would we do? How would we how would we approach this? How would Ooh. we run ads? So yeah, I think there's definitely going to be a socially distant single challenge part three. How exciting. <laughs> how exciting. Uh, so that was another phenomenal episode. Um, we were discussing, very humble, uh, we were discussing about how you release and promote music in lockdown, making sure that you spend time getting your Spotify page looking good and um, I was going to say sounding good, that's not really what I mean, looking good and ready for people to find you quickly. Uh, you need to make sure you're using the right distributor and make sure that you use social media to the max, get your kind of pre-release posting um, ahead of time, schedule it in and talk to people. Talk to people on Facebook groups, talk to people that you know, um, all sorts of things. Just make sure people find your page, find your pre-save link, and you're in for a good release. Cool. So that brings us on to this week's uh, featured band of the week. Uh, This week's band is 12 Hour Avenue with their song Worth the Days. If you like it, you can find out more uh, by searching for at 12 Hour Avenue on either uh, Facebook or Instagram and that is 1-2 Hour Avenue just to just to clarify the numbers 1-2 there will be a so link yeah. below though there. exactly <laughs> makes it a lot easier so uh, without further ado here's their song and it's uh, goodbye from me and goodbye from him <laughs> <laughs>